Bros. This is the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. We are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life. Uh, this week on the podcast, we got a few new pops to talk about, um, some new flocked ones, and we have the 2020 WonderCon that we're going to talk about. Um, this, WonderCon's new, right? I actually don't know. You don't know? No. Sorry, man. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, whatever WonderCon is, we got some pop figures from there. Knowing my luck, it's probably been going on for years, and we're just that behind. (laughs) Probably. Um, So, yeah, we got those that we're going to talk about. And Blu-rays, we got two new Blu-rays that are going to be coming out this week. Um, We don't have any trailers to talk about, um, but Rose is going to update us on the weekend box... Box office, which isn't great. No. Not <laughs> one bit. <laughs> yeah, the box office kind of suffers when you shut down all the theaters and the yep. nation. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. And then for our main event of the evening, we're going to be breaking down Jexy. Which came out last year? Yeah, I think in October. Yeah, so, so it came out October twenty, just a slight behind. Still yeah, behind. well, I think we should explain that what we're doing. We're going yeah. to be so because of the theaters being closed down due to this shit storm of shit. It's Corona time. <laughs> yeah, so due to that, and also due to me having a new baby and not being able to go out to the theaters. As often as I would normally go, uh, we're going to be doing some more, kind of catching up on some episodes, or not episodes, on some movies that we're going to be talking about breaking down. Uh, We have a list of stuff that we're going to be talking about for a while, so. So, yeah. Uh, So, we'll be doing mostly movies that people have seen already, hopefully. Um, I think we're only going to do one more movie that... Well, so next week we're going to do Sonic, or we're going to talk about Sonic yep. the Hedgehog. Um, then after that, we're going to do a couple Dreamcasts, and then we'll probably just get into more movies that have been in our that list wanted, of things to yeah, talk that we've about. Wanted to break down. Yeah, um, we're going to try and keep it as relatively new as possible, but. I don't know. We'll see. May see a classic thrown in there occasionally. Occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, that's what we're going to be talking about this week. So, without further ado, let's get into it. Let's do it. Every day, we're surrounded by media. Books, movies, art, music, games, apps, podcasts, etc etc with this constant bombardment it's easy to miss great media gems in the chaos but fret not you've come to the right place my friend i'm jason and i love media i invite you to check out the mixed media forest podcast the podcast where i trudge through the forests of media to find hidden gems for you the listener 
Every episode of Mixed Media Forest is chock full of fun, reviews, nostalgia, positivity, news, rants, stories, and recommendations about all things media. Again, that's the Mixed Media Forest podcast, created on Anchor Podcasting app and available everywhere fine podcasts can be found. Give it a listen. It's what all the cool kids are doing. All right, with Adventures in Hunting, we got, a f- like I said, we got a few new pop figures that we're going to talk about. The first that we're going to talk about, before we start getting into the WonderCon, uh, we have a flocked Charmander coming our way. So this is completing the flocked starters, isn't it? Or has yes. Bulbasaur not gotten one yet? No, bul- okay, so so this is actually part of ECCC. Is it? Uh-huh. Yeah, because this was uh, this actually went to Walmart, and I've seen it at Walmart. Oh. But we haven't talked about it yet, so that's okay. okay. Um, so, yeah, so Flock Charizard went to Walmart. Charmander. Charmander, I'm sorry. <laughs> Gosh damn it. Yeah, I'm failing you for that. Ah, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah, I've corrected you too many times on that. Fair. So. All right, fine. Uh, okay, and then Flocked Bulbasaur. Did I get it right? Yep. Yes. Uh, I think <laughs> I think he was an Amazon exclusive. If I'm not mistaken, you're right. Yeah. Uh, for those of you that are wondering what just happened, I just fail or fail po- failed Rose on his talking. We really haven't done this in a while. Yeah, we ha- like we haven't like discussed <laughs> this like in a bit, but. Something that our show does, anytime one of us makes a reference or a reference that's wrong or just talk about something with false information and the other one knows that it's false information, the other one calls them out on it and they get a point, which racks up at the end of the month, which Rose, we actually haven't like talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. Um, Yeah, but so Rose lost last month and it is tied this month. I forget what I failed on, but... I forget, too. Yeah, but it's tied now. So, yeah, anytime one of us says something that's just wrong and the other one knows that it's wrong, we're failing it. And then any references, any... Basically anything that we say, we get a point, and the person with the most points is punished. (laughs) With, yeah... Not punished. They have to go get something for the other person. Usually it's like the other person like buys the other one a Funko Pop or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, continue. So, or were you done? That, that, I don't oh, that know. was it? Okay. I don't really know what else I can say about <laughs> Flock Charmander. If you want him, AF Walmart has a shit ton. So they have yeah, like I don't every think... single... <laughs> yeah, because I don't think pop figures are on people's... Dude, I can't even, you know how, like, uh, what was uh, the Dwight exclusive? I forgot what uh, what it was called. Like, Earth Day Dwight or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can't even count how many of those AF has. It's insane. Yeah, I don't think pop figures are on very many people's priority lists. No. <laughs> or they've just hoarded up too much on groceries. They're like, damn it, I can't spend any money on ECCC. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, we got Flocked Charmander. Um, the other one that we're going to talk about, we got Flocked ZZ Top. 
Uh, so there's three of them coming out of the just the band, and there's two of them, and their guitars are flocked. So I thought that they were going to be like bearded, like their beards were going to be flocked, but I'm so glad they're not doing that. It's just the guitar. But wouldn't that kind of make the most sense? No, that'd be weird. Okay. <laughs> can you imagine, though? I, I don't know ZZ Top's band members, but can you imagine if his mustache was flocked? The drummer? Yeah. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah, but moving into WonderCon, uh, we have a new Miguel from Coco coming out where he is carrying a guitar. Which I must have. I have to have this one. I'm kind of disappointed it's not a white guitar. Well, I think... Um, oh my gosh. I'm trying to think of this scene where he gets this guitar. Oh, no. Actually, it makes sense because remember, it's uh, that uh, old guy's guitar that uh, Hector gets it from. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. that makes more sense. It does make more sense. So Alright, I, I can forgive that one. Yeah. That's such a sweet part. Just oh, watching him say, Thank you, Hector. And then he just fades away. It's so sad. Dude, the fading away is a popular thing lately. Yeah, no kidding. Like, I'm trying to... Endgame did it. Coco did it. I'm sh... There's a few other movies that I've seen that have done it. I mean, Infinity War did it. Oh, Infinity War, sure. <laughs> I mean, I guess both did. Yeah, think, I mean, yeah. Endgame did it with Hawkeye's family. Yeah, and Thanos' army. And Thanos' army. Spoiler so... alert, sorry. Yeah, you're really good at doing that. I, Yeah, <laughs> you just spoil Hawkeye's family, so you're in the wrong here, too. Yeah, but I think everyone knows that they came back. Fair. I mean, obviously, our guest from last week, Laura Beth, probably doesn't. I still but... feel so bad about that. Dude, you should. <laughs> I'm sorry, okay? Dude, that's why I made it the promo, so you'd feel, like, infinite shame. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you <laughs> asshole. You're such a dick. Uh, so, yeah, so we got Miguel yes. with the guitar. We also got the chess... Cheshire, Ches the I say Cheshire. You... No, it's the Cheshire. Cheshire. Yeah, the Cheshire cat. Freaking dumb. It's not that hard to say. Cats are stupid. <laughs> Bite me. Catch me outside. How about that? <laughs> if you ever say that again, <laughs> I will throw <laughs> you out that dinky window. Oh. <laughs> uh... Ugh. So the Cheshire there you cat go. in the Alice in Wonderland teacup. Which looks awesome. It does look pretty cool. Um, Yeah, so we're getting that. Uh, we're getting Boba Fett, and he is painted red with some marking on his face. I don't even know what the marking I, is. I'm assuming it's like it means something in Bounty Hunter. I don't know. Like, I think it's an emblem of something. It's probably the bounty hunter emblem. Probably. So, yeah, we're getting him. He's painted red, has that, like, as a marking on his face. It's, I think it's supposed to be more like a design, not more than, like, a character, which I'm not a big fan of those. 
Yeah, I, I can agree with you there. Like, I feel like I there's really, so many other cool Boba Fets that they could do. The one that I really liked, I think they released it for uh, ECCC, and it was went to Target. Was uh, the Boba Fett? Yeah, it's the one where it's black with the red stripe. Yeah, that that's cool. I think that works a lot better than him being fully bl- uh, red with a black stripe. I don't know why. I know it's just like literally just flip flopped, but for some reason it works the other way better. How do you feel about these patterned figures that they're doing? I mean, I just feel bad for Star Wars collectors <laughs> that have to have them all. I yeah. I could honestly care less. I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan. No, I'm just talking about the figures in general. I mean, they're cool, like, but it's kind of like kind of it's kind of lazy for Funko to do. That's what I was thinking too. Like, yeah, I mean, they're only doing that for Star Wars. Yeah, luckily, but I yeah, I don't like. Oh, phew. What? Sorry, no. I just read that. Uh, Miguel, so it isn't said where Cheshire Cat will be shared with, but Miguel will be shared with Box Lunch, so he will be easy to get. Thank God. Yeah, when they open again. <laughs> That's true. I forgot about that. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut yeah, you. Yeah, quarantine's a bitch. <laughs> yeah, it is a bitch. Um, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. These So these pattern figures. I'm not a huge fan. Like you said, I feel like they're they're kind of lazy. But I mean, I it's guess... also kind of not like not what I go for figures for. Like, yeah, I, exactly. I go for like, I mean, I go for the Hulk ones just because whatever. Yeah. But the figures that I pick up that aren't Hulk, I pick up because I have some attachment to the design or character, and then just these random ass patterns. I don't have any connection to. Yeah. But I do have a connection to, like, the Iron Spider Peter Parker or, like, Hawkeye. Yeah, boy. And, like, Vulture. Like, those ones, like, those are the characters, or, like, the Captain Marvel one that you got me, the Endgame one. Like, I love those ones. Yeah. But if it was just like, oh, Captain Marvel, but it's she's painted red and blue with like some random ass pattern pattern, I'd probably be like, eh. It's like what they did with Snoopy when they painted him like an American flag. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just don't I don't dig Dude, it. Dude, I remember I went in day one of that and tried to find one with a good paint job and I couldn't find any. <laughs> It all looked like shit. <laughs> Doesn't that blow? Yeah. Way to, res- <laughs> way to respect the United States. Oh, <laughs> uh, Yeah, so moving on from Boba Fett, we got a couple flocked Pokemon. We got flocked Pichu and flocked Eevee. And they're freaking adorable. Especially Eevee. Yeah, Eevee's adorable. Eevee works really well flocked. Yeah. Super, super well. Yeah, the only ones I don't think that work very well being flocked were Squirtle and Bulbasaur. I was thinking the same thing. Charmander looks... Like, I can kind of let go of Bulbasaur, but Squirtle looks the worst out of them. He just looks awkward flocked. He does. Like, when I think of Squirtle, I'm thinking, like, the texture of a turtle. 
Yeah. And then with like Charmander, I'm thinking more like a lizard. So where it's more scaly than anything. Bulbasaur, I don't quite know what I imagine with him. But I'm also, I mean, once he gets to like Venusaur, that's where I'm thinking more like a frog. Fair. So maybe with even Bulbasaur, I'm th- I'm thinking more frog. Not none of those I'm I'm th- imagining are furry. Apparently, Funko is. Yeah, I mean, Pichu works. Eevee definitely works. Oh yeah, absolutely. Eevee's perfect. I mean, Flaw. Pikachu would also work, but yeah, the, yeah these the starters, I I don't see them being. Like I just fur. really wanted Detective Pikachu flocked. Oh my gosh! That's what I Dude, want. when are we gonna get a freaking Detective Pikachu? S- seriously, that's what I want. Come on, Funko, Please. make it happen. <laughs> yeah. So those are the two Pokemon. Next up, we got Captain Adam, the DC superhero, and he looks freaking great. He does look fantastic. I'm loving those red eyes. Those look yeah. great. I think the only thing about him, I'm pretty sh- like from my memory of the Justice League Unlimited, I'm pretty sure he's bald. Oh, shit. But I'm wondering if they were thinking, oh, that's too Silver Surfer. Fair. Or that's... maybe that's like an original version of him. Yeah, I don't know. But it's super cool. Oh, yeah. It's a great looking pop. Yeah, I'm... <sighs> This isn't one that I want to pick up, but you will. If this this is one that if I had all the other ones I wanted, this is one I would pick up. All right. Yeah. So that one's great. Uh, Then the last couple that we got are some good luck trolls, and both of them are rainbow with kind of a cotton candy blue and cotton candy red hair. Yeah. And, yeah, nothing special about them. With, looks like, diamond belly buttons. Isn't that just, like, the a Trolls thing? I don't know. I've never, I, I don't know either. You never, like, had any interaction with Trolls? Uh, I think my sister had one, but I don't remember it that much. I didn't have, like, any interaction with Trolls. No. Uh, so, yeah, those are all the pop figures that we got. Uh, moving on to Blu-rays, we have two new movies coming out. The first one is 1917, which neither of us have seen. No, negative, but I really want to see it. Yeah, I want to see what the hype is about. Because it, it beat out Endgame for effects, didn't it? Yeah, and Star Wars. Freaking hooker. I want to see what the hell they did. I just want to see that one shot. I can't wait to see that. Yeah. But... So 1917, uh, the only exclusive it will be getting is a Best Buy exclusive steelbook. 4K steelbook. Ooh. So, yeah. And it looks pretty cool. It's, it's literally just kind of just like the poster where like it has like all the action going on and just the letters, ni- or in the numbers, 1917. So, I honestly actually like the steelbook better than the regular cover. So. Fair. Uh, then... Lastly, we got the Grudge remake, which I don't think did that well. I don't think it did either. It didn't seem like it was in theaters very long. No, it didn't. Um, so, did you see the posters at the Cinemark though? No. For the Grudge? Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Yeah. So they had hair. 
like over the top of the glass. It was freaking disgusting. Oh hell no. Yeah, it was freaking gross. <laughs> but yeah, it it like looked wet. <laughs> That's disgusting. But yeah, like I I thought it was just like the poster, but when I walked pa- like I saw some people walk past it and the hair moved and I was just like, "Ugh." <laughs> it's kind of like what they did with uh, Abominable. Oh, they put yeah, like that fur on the Yeah, I remember the... that. Yeah, but that makes sense and that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> A little bit. It's better than wet hair. True. <laughs> it wasn't even like like I know it wasn't. It was like greasy. <laughs> Yeah, it was freaking I disgusting. I wish I would have been able to experience this now. <laughs> yeah, I think it was at the the Orem. Oh, I cinema? hardly ever. I only go to the Orem if I go to see a movie with you. I usually just stick with AF. Yeah, AF, I don't think AF would have done that. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I yeah the Orem one did it, and I'm pretty sure the Spanish Fork one did it too. Oh, wow! That's the one with XD, right? Is yeah. It? Okay. Yeah, I don't think that movie was XD, though. <laughs> Too bad. Yeah, bummer. Yeah, <laughs> killed it. Oh. And then that's all we got in Adventures in Hunting. Next, we will move on to What's in the Box. Which, no one went out to the movies this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> because, do you want to guess how bad Onward dropped? Ooh, like how, percentage wise, how bad? Over seventy percent. Damn. Yeah, it only grossed ten million, a little over ten million. Shit. Yeah. Dude, this coronavirus is a bitch. It is for such a great movie. Uh, so that's number one. Onward. Uh, number two, we got Bloodshot. Uh, that movie with Vin Diesel. I didn't even watch the trailer for this, did you? I have. I kind of forgot about it, though. I think a lot of people did. <laughs> considering, <laughs> it only gro- considering it only grossed about $9 million. Oof. Uh, and number three, I can't believe this movie beat the other new release. Uh, I still believe. I still believe. Yeah, it's like a, it's a faith movie. Serious? Yeah. So that, Isn't that the one with Britt Robertson? I think so. So that gross. What the fuck? Yeah, so, yeah, that one honestly almost beat uh, Bloodshot. Look at how close that is. Holy shit. Yeah, that's pretty close, right? That is $70,000 off. Actually, seventy three yeah. to be exact. Um, so, yeah, so I still believe grossed a little over $9 million, but, yeah, it almost beat uh, Bloodshot. Uh, at, Damn. Num- at number three, or wait, sorry, no, at number four, I'm sorry, uh, we got The Invisible Man, which grossed uh, almost six million. Ew. Well, I mean, it's it's been out for a while, and it's, it's grossed a lot of money, I think, so. Oh, this isn't like its first opening? No, uh, no, no, oh, Invisible okay, Man's okay, been okay. out for a while. Did Such you go a, see that? I did. I loved it. Really, really good movie. Ooh. That might be one I have to check out. Yeah, you should. I'll I'll be buying it, so. Once the quarantine's over. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> uh, and then at number five, uh, we got The Hunt, which... Yeah, I heard that one wasn't doing very well either. Yeah, it only grossed a little over five million. Oof. Oof. I don't know, like, I've heard, I've heard, like, so-and-so things about it. It, like, 
it shows at the end that it's not okay for what's happening, but at the same time, it's just like, well, then why the hell did you make the movie to begin with? Mm. Yeah, that one's going to be a, a tough sell. It is. I mean, I think it's interesting the way that they did, like, the poster, like how, or, like, the whole, like, um, advertising is just like, oh, it's, like, the most controversial talked about movie, and no one's seen it yet. Decide for yourself. That That's kind of a cool way to do it. Yeah, that's not a bad way. Yeah, but I don't know. I'll probably, I'll probably, like, red box it. <laughs> That that's what I'll do for the hunt. <laughs> that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm... It just sucks because like they were going to release and then some big shooting happened, and then they're yeah. just like, "Yeah, let's not." And then they just kept putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. So I think that's what ended up killing it in the the long run. I do appreciate they released it on Friday the thirteenth, though. True. But honestly, I think it would have been a better move to have released it when it was supposed to come out. I agree. Honestly. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like if, if like you said it at the end of the movie, it explains, Hey, what's going on here. Isn't okay. I think if they would have like, I need to see the the movie to see if the, I uh, still stand by the statement, (laughs) but as of right now, having not seen it, knowing what the movie is about, I think they their best chances were just to have released it. And then have everyone throw their big old bitch fit and still go see it. Yeah. And be like, what the hell is this movie about? And then go to see it and then be like, oh. If it had like that message at the end. If it didn't and it's just kind of like, they're just saying that. <laughs> Then yeah, because there are movies that are they're just violent to be violent, or like the no, not that. Or movies that are stupid to be stupid. Yeah, dude, I tried watching uh, Austin Powers, the first one. You don't like Uh, Austin Powers, dude? It was it's so bad. What, dude? I I love those movies. I hate movies that are stupid to be stupid. (laughs) Okay. Like this is this was what put Mike Mike Myers in the like the spotlight, right? Yeah, I don't understand why. <laughs> so I actually ha- didn't even watch it all the way through. Actually, I stopped at like twenty minutes. I'm like, this movie sucks. So the first one, right? Yeah, the hey, first one. Tell you the truth, I actually haven't seen the first two. I've only seen the third one, Austin Powers and Goldmember. Okay, that's the one I hear is like f- the funniest of I, them all. May- maybe try to give that one a shot. Because <sighs> to this day, I still enjoy that one quite a bit. Dude, there's so... Find- f- and you'll get introduced to Fat Bastard. <laughs> oh, jeez. There... I don't know. There's... Okay. There are very, very few Mike Myers movies or movies that he's been in that I've even remotely enjoyed that's fair like the love guru yeah like they're like that one i think i made it through that one I'm but sorry. Even, i was even just like like when's this over you're a trooper i yeah even like finish that one yeah so i made it through that one couldn't make it through cat in the hat really you couldn't make it through the cat in the hat no absolutely not it movie's so bad but like Honestly, for how many times I've seen that movie, I feel like I can quote that whole damn thing. 
Like, I think he's a better voice actor than anything, dude. Oh, yeah. I honestly, his best role is Shrek. Absolutely. Absolutely. But Austin Powers, it's so stupid. It is so stupid. Try to watch the third one and let me know. Dude, just the way he, like, the way he talks in that, it's aggravating to my soul. (laughs) Oh, I never thought I'd hear you hate Austin Powers. This yeah, is I do. Funny though, dude, because I like, like you know how I am with movies. I enjoy movies that have a story or something that like has some sort of hidden meaning. Like one of my favorite movies of all time is The Prestige. Never seen it. It's really good. Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale. Okay, I gotta check it out then. Yeah, and Scarlett Johansson's in it. Basically, freaking everyone's in it. Damn. Um. Yeah. So. I enjoy those kinds of movies because there's something that I can revisit in each of them. All right. Fair. Whether it be like just an amazing story or some just some thought, maybe some like philosophical questions or whatever. Those are the kinds of movies I enjoy. And then I enjoy like the superhero movies because duh. And just like that kind of shit. I cannot stand movies that are stupid to be stupid. And Austin Powers, the first 20 minutes, it's it's stupid to be stupid and I can't freaking stand it. Okay, I'm going to warn you. Okay, if you don't like movies that are stupid to be stupid, never watch Disaster Movie, Epic Movie, Seen it, date seen movie. it, seen it, hate them all. Okay. <laughs> Vampires Suck? I have not seen that don't one. Don't watch that one. Yeah, like those movies, like so, like the disaster movies or the superhero movie. Oh, that one's even I hate that one, dude. Or Van Stan Helsing, that one's so dumb. Like, I even have a hard time with Scary Movie. Oh, I love Scary Movie. I have a really, really, really tough time. Yeah, the fourth one that you made us go see. No, that was the fifth one. The fifth one that you made us go see freaking sucked. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Dude, I remember being confused that entire movie. (laughs) And how old were we? Uh, I think we were like either sophomores or juniors. It was one of those. So like 16 Yeah, we were like 16, 17. Yeah. Actually, I think we might have been younger than that. I can't remember. Okay, really quick. Funny uh, like movie story with me and Caleb. So Caleb used to be very against cursing like not like bullshit okay no 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 L- let me get to the story wait in movies or yeah, like in, myself no in movies remember when we saw bully and the kid was saying f this and f that you're just like rose you never said there was this many f words in here and like you were actually about like ready to like get up and walk out because there was like, in bully so- yeah in bully i remember enjoying that movie Okay, it's a documentary about bullying, and you I know, enjoy I, it. You know what I mean, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember enjoying that movie. Really? Okay, maybe. Like, I remember giving you a hard time about the cussing. Okay, maybe it was just a hard time. Yeah, because I don't know. I I. Oh no! It's I a thought great, the message of that movie was great. It was. It's a great documentary. I love that. Maybe. Sorry, getting off topic here. 
Yeah, what was your point? Just me freaking out about that? Yeah, I thought it was a lot worse, but never mind. My bad. No, because... I'm trying to think. Like, when did that come out? Uh, 2013? 2013. Or 2012. It was one of those. It must have been 2012, because if it was 2013, that was a year before we graduated. Yeah. Yeah, so it must have been 2012. I mean, I maybe. I some kind of had a hard time getting you to go see Twenty Two Jump Street. No, you didn't have an issue. It was me trying to figure out how to get my mom to let me go see that. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, there was a lot of movies that I was just kind of like, yeah, I need we to make gra- something else up. <laughs> I was just kind of confused by that because we were eighteen by then. Because Twenty Two Jump Street came out the summer that we graduated high school. Yeah, your point. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing. <laughs> it's like, yep, you got that information correct. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Uh. <laughs> uh, anyway. So, yeah, that's the box office of the week. (laughs) It sucks. No point in doing it next week because. Yeah, it's probably just going to be the same. (laughs) Well, no, like, no movies are playing, so there's going to be no money. True. Yeah, they're all closed until further notice. Hey, we'll bring it up next week. Yeah. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guys, want to see how bad your favorite movies are doing? Okay. (laughs) Well. So, with that, let's move on to our main event. Let's do it. Time for the main event. It's main event time. Let's play game. Alrighty, for this week's main event, we are going to be breaking down Jexy, starring Adam Devine. Yep, or is, is it Devine? Devine, whatever. It's one of those. I'm saying Devine. Okay, that works. Yeah, starring Adam Devine and Rose Byrne, who voices Jexy. And Michael Pena. And Michael Pena. So, I yeah. Don't know, I don't know the girl's name. <laughs> oh, shit. Alexandra something. There, okay, sure. So, if you are new to our breakdown system, we have split the movie into eight different categories that we grade individually to come to a final All Bros grade. And we have split the movie into story, writing, acting, character development, effects, music, costumes, and then give it our own personal grades at the end um so with that rose is going to read us off a synopsis of the story and then we will get into our grading yes i am all right get ready for reading with rose <laughs> phil adam devine divine whatever becomes it oh my gosh i'm already feeling at this eat caleb what's that word Enamored? Enamored, thank you. Wow. Enamored with cell phones at an early age. He works for a BuzzFeed-style website run by Kay, or Kai, 
I don't know. Kai. Kai? Okay. Wow, I'm killing us. Michael Pena, who pressures the staff to tre- to create, oh my gosh, insane listicles to go viral. Despite Phil's degree in journalism, you say Kai? <laughs> oh my hell. Yeah. Hi, okay. I'm going to remember that. I sure hope people enjoy this part. <laughs> I know, I hope so it too. it kills me. <laughs> Despite Phil's degree in journalism, Kai refuses to promote him to the real news department. Phil's co-workers, Craig and Elaine, invite him to play kickball, but the socially inept Phil declines. Immersed in his phone, he walks into Kate, played by Alexandra Ship. You were very, yeah, you just forgot her last name. Uh, a local bike shop owner. She attempts to flirt, but Phil is more concerned with his phone until another cyclist bumps, in, bumps into him breaking his phone. Taking his phone to be replaced, Phil is berated by phone store employee Denise, played by Wanda Sykes, <laughs> for being overly reliant on his phone to navigate life. Setting up his new phone, Phil gives Jexy, the device's virtual assistant, access to all his accounts after neglecting to read the user agreement. Dumbass. Dude, and he did it twice. I know. I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, when he did it a second time, I'm like, you're freaking kidding me, right? Dude, like, and he, she, like, Jexy even told him. Yeah. He's like, well, you should have read the user agreement. <laughs> Ugh. You freaking dumbass. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Designed to make his his life better, Jexy aggressively tries to break Phil out of his bad habits. <laughs> oh, that was aggressively funny. is an understatement. Yeah. <laughs> no, excuse me. Posing as Phil, she emails an insulting letter to Kai demanding the promotion. That was freaking hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Kai demotes Phil to the comments section. Oh my gosh, I would hate to deal with this. Dude, I freaking love the old man that's working down there. He's like, welcome to comments, bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, With the older employees in the basement. When Craig and Elaine invite Phil to kickball again, he claims to be busy, but Jexy embarrassingly corrects him. Just like he's, uh, you're a bitch, Jexy. <laughs> Phil joins them, but costs the team the game. This That's like me during sports, like how bad he played. Dude, that was me. <laughs> Dude, I was getting like anxiety watching him. Because I remember when kids would roll the ball too fast. Yeah. And I would like completely miss it and i would like basically like fling myself into the air <laughs> like it was rough uh dude the fact when he's like running down the line trying to get a high five from everyone nothing yeah that's me <laughs> <laughs> dude i was just lucky like when we did it for like pe like when we played kickball for pe yeah like i was lucky to not be chosen last <laughs> same during recess, on the other hand, I was just lucky to be picked at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, I'm pretty sure, if I'm remembering this right, in fifth or sixth grade, I was trying to play kickball with some other kids, and they like, they picked all their teams, and they're like, all right, let's go. And I was just like, wait, like, aren't you, like, don't, doesn't it need to be even? And they're just like, sorry, dude, like, the outfield needs odd numbers. (laughs) And I was just like, that doesn't make sense, but okay. (laughs) 
Oh, that's effed up. Yeah, right? <laughs> and I was like sitting there and I'm like, that doesn't even make a lick of sense. <laughs> like, why does one... <laughs> like, I was questioning it. Like, sitting down, like, on... Like, eating my lunch, like, watching them and just, like, questioning. I'm like, why does one team have, like, this number, but the other team has, a, like, an odd number? <laughs> yeah, I'm freaking... That's so sad. Right? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, I contemplated that for like way too long. You <laughs> <laughs> poor guy. I'm sorry, Caleb. <laughs> That's so sad. That's not as sad as some of the other shit I used to do during recess. I don't want to know. Yeah, let's not. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so. Uh, Phil invites everyone out for drinks, but they turn him down. Thinking about Kate, Phil looks up her bike shop, and Jexy calls the store despite his protests, preventing him from hanging up. Phil stumbles through an awkward conversation with Kate, eliciting Jexy's sympathy. Phil sees Kate at a coffee shop. She gives him her phone number and agrees to go on a date. At kickball, Phil plays tremendously, winning the game and bonding with his co-workers over their shared love of Days of Thunder. Have you seen Days of Thunder? I have not. I haven't either, but I want to watch it now. Considering how much they talk about it in this movie. Uh, Phil thanks Jexy for helping make changes in his life, but his date with Kate goes poorly, exasperated by Jexy's interruptions. Kate tells Phil he is paying more attention to his phone than to her, and he admits he really likes her. Kate decides to continue the date, and they go biking until Phil crashes. They part ways, and Phil argues with Jexy, almost throwing his phone away. That was a really funny scene when he was getting ready to throw Jexy out. Oh, she, <laughs> he throws her away, and she's just like, "Oh, you can't live without me." And he's just like, "Watch me!" Throws her in the garbage, walks off. Yeah, and then she, he comes back, <laughs> pulls her out, and she's just like, "You didn't know how to get home, did you?" <laughs> she's like, "He's like, nope," and starts walking off, and she's like, "It's the other way, dipshit." <laughs> And he just walks by and he's just like, gosh damn it. <laughs> Freaking loved it. Yeah, it, it was really funny. Dude, and that hill that they were riding down when oh, he hell, crashed? Yeah, hell no. Yeah. <laughs> that. I freaking love the guy that he's just like, yeah, he's dead. <laughs> He'll be fine. No, he's dead. Yeah. Do you remember or when he's like when she's just down and he's just like yeah people die on this hill like all the time. <laughs> Do you remember that hill uh, by Evergreen Park in AF? Yes, it kind of reminded me of that. But you know, at least lot, we had like grass. Scary. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like that one. That was like terrifying. Like he just has steep ass freaking hill, and then if he just doesn't stop in time. He has another steep ass freaking hill. <laughs> yeah, you're screwed either way. But yeah, oh, yeah, and then without brakes. <laughs> what kind of fr- like? And that's from her bike shop. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's what like freaking blew my mind. I'm just like, wait, didn't she fix that? <laughs> Dude, honestly, if a bra- if I'm going down a hill and my brakes fail me, I'm just like. Yeah, well, it's been a good life. See you on the other side. <laughs> yeah, like, I... Th- 
I think I picked up enough shit from like skiing to kind of figure out, oh, I can like stop myself this way. But I'm also thinking like if you're going straight down and then your brakes fail, like there's no like you can't swerve your way to, yeah, to no, stop. Yeah, you can't. Like I'm trying to think of what I would do, but I would probably honestly crash into the car too and friggin' die. You just have to pray that the road becomes level soon enough. Jesus, take the handlebars. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Seriously, though. Uh, um, all right. Uh, Kate asked Phil to a concert, texting him a uh, risky picture. <laughs> I just love the part. She's just like, "Oh my goodness, did I did I scare you off?" And then he's like, oh, no, no, you're good. You know, it sounds... No, he's like, we're losing her, Jexy. Yeah, Yeah, that's funny. (laughs) And then he texts her, and he's just like, oh, no, I'm here. I can't wait to see you tonight. Oh, okay, cool, sounds good. Thanks again for not sending me a dick pic. Those are just so gross. After, like, taking a billion of them? Yeah, seriously. I never wanted to see so many angles of a guy taking a (laughs) dick pic. But now I have. Thanks, Jexy. Okay, uh, Phil decides to... Re- oh, okay, this is literally just what we talked about. Phil decides to respond with a picture of his penis, taking multiple shots against Jexy's advice. <laughs> she refuses to... So, for anyone wondering what the risky picture was, it was a picture of her boobs. For anyone wanting Covered to. up at that. Yeah, that's true. Like, it was literally just her cleavage. That's what was really showing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, is it really a risky picture? It was... Okay, it's risque, the way that they spell it. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, kinda. <laughs> Alright. All uh, she refuses to send any of them, and Kate thanks Phil, Phil for not sending a dick pic. <laughs> Kay promotes Phil, or Kai, I'm sorry. Kai promotes Phil after a real news writer suffers a freak accident. Leaving for the concert, Kate insists Phil leave his phone at home, much to Jexy's dismay. Doesn't she, like, say, who dis, bitch? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> After sneaking backstage and partying with Kid Cuddy, I actually didn't even know he was a really real artist. I didn't either. Yeah. He actually writes some pretty good songs. Decent enough. I mean, I'm not super into that, like, music style, but, I mean, it was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm interested to see if he does, like, more stuff like that, because I could see myself listening to music like that it's just like kind of not my my style i get you um so after they party with kid cuddy uh kate and phil have sex when phil returns home a jealous jexy decides to ruin his life phil is fired after jexy sends one of his picks to the entire company no he sent all of her his picks Remember that? Oh, yeah, she did. She sent, like, all... She's like, yeah, the whole office got, like, 53 of these. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he buys another phone, but Jexy downloads herself onto it. Phil visits Kate to, to discover her ex-fiancé, Brody, is back in town and breaks off his relationship with Kate for fear of being hurt. Reconnecting with Jexy, Phil reverts to his bad habits, becoming a slob dependent on his phone again. Jexy lets slip that Brody is at a hotel, and Phil deduces that she used Brody to separate him from Kate. He storms out, leaving his phone behind, but Jexy follows him through the streets. Chasing Phil in a self-driving car, Jexy crashes into the phone store and declares she and Phil are meant to be together forever. Phil seemingly surrenders, but tricks Jexy into shutting down for 15 minutes. 
Finding Kate at the hotel, Phil apologizes and punches Brody, who explains that he is leaving for Brazil, Brazil without her. Phil and Kate get back together, and he makes up with Jexie, who tells him she is proud and happy for him. But there, there are other people who need her. Kai meets Jexie through his own phone and is put through the same things Phil endured. So not a bad story. No, I mean, it's not. The movie was fun. It was very fun. Yeah, it's not anything that's going to give you some sort of deep-rooted message or whatever. No. It's 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 just one of those movies it's fun to watch. Yeah. I had a good time. Like if you're into like the crass humor, it's it's a really good time. Like if I compare it to the show Workaholics, which is actually Adam Devine's in it. Devine. Oh, hey. Yeah, so he's I'm in that. How you say it. He's like it's like he's in a quite a few different things, but he's he has a very particular humor style. Yeah, kind of like Jack Black, like very physical, yes, loud humor. Yeah. So, or and self-deprecating, which I mean, that's just funny. Yeah, it's very funny. <laughs> Um, one thing that I have noticed about him in some of these movies that he's in, and I don't know if this is just him, but, and I know this is like a weird thing to point out, <laughs> but when Uh-oh. he was, t- so when he's doing the, like, pictures, like, where he, he's naked, yeah, it shows, like, there's a point where it shows him naked. Yeah. And I've noticed in his movies that he has scenes like that. And, but he n- doesn't seem to do that with like the f- women. Like it's it was some of like the movies that he's in that I've seen that are rated R. It's usually because he's naked and not like one of his female co-stars. And okay. I kind of appreciate that. Yeah. I don't know if he's like doing that on purpose or what, but it's just something that I've noticed. And yeah, cuz now thinking about to like Mike and Dave need wedding dates. Like you know, yeah, you didn't see any of that. Yeah, and then there's like this Netflix movie that he's in and he like it's kind of like the same deal. Like you see him where he's naked. But no one else, like, no other, like, women are in there, like, in there are naked. Hmm. And I, like I said, I don't know if that's just, if that's him or if that's just, like, the way the director wanted to take it or what. But I don't know. I, I, I kind of appreciate that it's not, like, objectifying anyone. Like, if anyone's getting objectified, it's him. <laughs> I mean, and freaking good on, like, if that is really what he looks like, <laughs> like, if that's really him naked, freaking, like, there's not a lot of men that would do that. Yeah, no. <laughs> I sure as hell wouldn't. Yeah, screw that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, I know, like, he he did it. Um, I know... Ken Jeong did it in The Hangover. Oh, yeah. And there's been, like, very, very few people that I know that have done that. 
And they freaking just own it. <laughs> I mean, I would. If you did that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you, there's like a level of confidence in there that you have to have to be able to do that. Yeah, sorry. I'm uncomfortable with my body, so. <laughs> nah, not gonna happen. Uh, yeah. But anyway, getting off that. Because <laughs> I feel I talked about that way too long. <laughs> uh, maybe a little bit. What did you think of the the story overall? I I mean it's very it's a very simplistic story, you know. Guy guy realizes he needs to live his life and not be stuck to his stuck to electronics and just all this shit. So it's a very simple story, but I think that they tell it in in a, in a decent way. Yeah. Um like you said, it is quite basic, but it it works. It does. The just um like the opening scene of like literally everyone is on their phone like even the kid is watching like in the stroller he's on his iphone i'm just like over and over i'm just like america definition of america for like the last 10 years dude what's sad is that that's not weird it's not no like i was expect like i noticed that everyone else was on their phone but it also didn't like feel weird to me. No, it didn't. No, because that it, it, that is legit normal. Yeah, it totally is. That did not and feel it's out so of place sad. at all. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so I think it definitely has some sort of like social message. It does. Um, I don't think it shares the social message that well. It just kind of it's more like pointing its finger at society yeah. than anything. It doesn't really, it's not like some message that it's sending out. It's just like, hey, look what you guys do. <laughs> now stop it, please. Yeah. So, what are you thinking with grade on this one? Kind of, like maybe like low 70s? Low 70s? Yeah. I'm like mid 70s. Okay. Like. Like 74? I could do 74. I mean, I was going to say like 75, but... I can do 75. I want to do 75. I'm trying to think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, did I really enjoy it like that much? I know it's like one point. <laughs> no, I get but... you. Now I'll go with 74. All right. All right. Next up, we got writing. This is actually where the movie shined. It It did. It was pretty solid. Every, like on everything, Adam Divine, Devine, whatever the how the hell you say it, I like everything that he said. I loved. Yeah, he. I'm. I, I don't know if he does his or helped with the writing, or if he has like a writing credit in this, but like all of the humor that was in this, it's humor that he he does. Yeah. And it's, like, with stuff like his own projects, like the show Workaholics, like, that, it felt, like, he's a little bit more, like, outgoing and rambunctious in that, so, but the humor style is very much the same, um, so, I felt it was, like, the writing was super strong, the way that he, like, the, he communicated with Jexy, the awkwardness that he had with Kate, um, the only one I felt that had like some like just weirdness was Michael Pena's character. I can agree with that. 
Yeah, his character was kind of written a little weird. Yeah, and I know it, he's supposed to be weird. Yeah, but like at some parts, it kind of like maybe a little took me out of the movie. Just a little yeah, bit. yeah, 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 and that's where it goes wrong. Yeah, but I'm I'm a little higher than okay. in the story, or I'm a little higher than the story. Okay, are you in the eighties? I I'm in the eighties. Okay, the lower eighties though. Like 82? Yeah, I'm about there. What about you? Yeah, 82. Sounds good to me. Alright, next up we got acting. Okay, who do we want to grade with this? So, definitely Adam Devine. Yep. Do you want to do Rose Byrne? Yeah, we can. I mean, I know hers was just like voice acting. But still, she did have to give a little range. Yeah. Um, we should definitely do Alexander Ship. Yes. And then should we I do don't my... say Michael Pena. Okay, yeah, so then maybe just do those three. Yeah, just those three. Okay. Alright, so first off, let's start with Alexander Ship. Which, Sh- I th- I'm, I'm gonna look up her IMDB, but so you okay. can talk about her. Uh, honestly, I think she did a great job. I think she was a great love interest. Um, I, I thought her story was, like, very interesting how, um... Like, she just, she kind of, like, had it all, you know, like, she had a fiancé, a nice, nice apartment, good job, you know, like, kind of, like, living the life, and then she finally just woke up one day, and she's just like, I don't know if this is really how I want to live my life, I kind of want to live it on the edge, or, you know, like, really, like, actually see the world, so, like, and, uh, what's, oh my gosh, what's her name again, I'm sorry? Alexander Ship. Alexander Ship. She played that very, very well. Um, yeah, not. I don't really have a lot of like negative to say about her. She did a really good job. I agree. She did really good. Um, so she is actually, um, Storm in the new X Men. Oh shit. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. I, I oh was gosh, trying to like is. place her. So yeah, she plays Storm uh in X-Men Dark Phoenix, Deadpool 2 un- uncredited. Yeah, I was going to say what? Uh yeah, so she was Storm. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's where I knew her from. Uh, yeah, like, I, I, thought I, kn- I recognized I knew she that was... face. <laughs> yeah, she just does a an accent in her other role. Yeah. So that's, that's freaking that, awesome. Yeah, that's super cool. Uh, but yeah, I agree with you. She she did really well in this in her role. Um, she played flirty really well, which I I know flirty is like really it's not like a hard thing to do, but it's a hard thing to get right. Yes, and she played off like when he called her and was saying like oh like it's not what it seems i was just looking up pictures of you on the internet and she's like you understand how that's creepy and he's like yes that is (laughs) like the way just the way that she just super cool super chill just like you see how that's creepier right and like you do realize that it is uh calling someone's phone at 10 o'clock at night is not a great way to get their actual number (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> um but yeah like i don't know i just really like that yeah no i did too 
So what are you thinking for grade for her? For her, I'm I'm not in the nineties. So I'm maybe mid eighties. Eighty six? I could go eighty six. Alright, next up we got Rose Byrne. She, who voiced Jexy. She was awesome. She was fantastic. Yeah, she was. And Rose Byrne is in a bunch of shit. She is. So she is in Peter Rabbit. Oh yeah. Forgot about that. Uh she is also in Oh, she's actually in the X-Men Apocalypse as well. That's who? Uh, Moira McTaggart. Oh, okay. Oh, you're talking about... Isn't she also in Neighbors? Yep. Okay. Yeah, she's in Neighbors. It's Kelly Radner. Oh, yeah, Seth Rogen's wife. Yep. Uh, X-Men First Class. That's a, That's all I think she would be known for. Okay. So that's a pretty good list. Yeah. I mean, she's in a lot of other stuff. So, Peter Rabbit 2, uh, the first Peter Rabbit, Instant Family. But those are just the bigger roles that okay. she's in. All right. Uh, She did really good. She did really good. Like, Can she take over for Siri? Can she right? <laughs> Dude, that's what I was thinking, too. I'm like, I want her. <laughs> Like, that's the AI I want. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, that's just... Ugh. Like, I had no issues with her performance. It's like, I want my AI to tell me that I need to eat a salad for dinner instead of ordering uh, takeout Chinese food every night. Dude, I love, like, loved his reaction to that. He's like, why the F am I eating this tiny-ass salad? <laughs> and she's just like... Or when he's actually eating it and... She's just like, how do you like it? And he's like, I hate it. <laughs> and the fact that she's just like, would you like me to turn on uh, porn for you now? And he's just like, no, I would not like you to do that. Well, from my uh, database, it looks like you watch porn every single night around the same time. And he's just like, nope, don't remember that. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I freaking love, like, just if phones were that sentient like we would be in trouble oh yeah oh we'd be screwed <laughs> but i would also like really appreciate the freaking making my life better through like that tough love yeah <laughs> like just kind of like ruining shit to make it better like i i don't know but there's just like an appeal to that with like i know like f- f- parents try to do that but there's just something about like your phone doing it, like it just <laughs> like it would suck. Do we want to talk about the? Oh, the freaking no! <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> um, uh. she actually may be one of the higher grades. I yeah, I think she. I think she's a little higher. Yeah, so we gave Alexandra an 86. I'm like maybe 88, 89 for her. Not quite in the 90s. I can go like an 88. An 88? Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, she was she was good. Like her performance definitely like stood out as the AI. Yeah. But I just want I mean, I maybe it was more just the sound editing. That's that fair. Was I just want to touch upon something really quickly. I'm not going to br- talk about the scene, but um if you're plugging in your phone, you know, repeatedly like that, <laughs> it's going to ruin something, right? Isn't I, I don't know. Isn't like something going like a phone is not you know, like equipped to do that. I have no idea. Uh, I don't know. I was honestly thinking that when that scene was going on. <laughs> You're gonna break your charger. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what was going through my head. <laughs> oh shit. We might as well talk about it now. Okay, okay. So the scene where he's basically having sex with his phone and unplugging and plugging her in. Yeah, and then she screams on the screen orgasm, orgasm, orgasm. Where <laughs> she like glitches out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just the fact at the end where he's like, you know what, it's not the worst sex I've ever had. <laughs> Dude, I freaking died. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> with that. Like, I thought, like, I had to rewind it because I thought he says, like, this is the worst sex I've ever had. Oh, right. And then I saw the the. Th- um, I had the subtitles on because I had to keep it a little bit lower, but then I saw not, and I was like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. And I rewound it a little bit and played that part again, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, not the worst sex I've ever had. I was just like, then shit. The, the fact with Michael Pena at the end when she's just like, fake orgasm, fake orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was freaking hilarious. Uh, oh, Yeah, so 88 for her. Yeah. Uh, lastly, we got Adam Devine. This honestly is probably my favorite movie of him. Of his, this honestly might be my favorite role of his. Really? Yeah, I really liked him in this. Even more than like Mike and Dave need a wedding date. Yeah, I don't really like that movie a lot. I I get you with that one. Like honestly, I like this movie better. Like, what else have you seen him in? Pitch Perfect. Oh really? Yeah. Like I, anything I, else? I've never seen Workaholics. That's sh- it's a funny show. Okay. It's it's kind of one that It's not like quite on the level of being stupid to be stupid. Yeah. It's definitely up there. <laughs> okay. I'm here really I want to see what else he's been in. Yeah, I'm looking that up okay. right now. Right, so then. he is or he's the voice in Green Eggs and Ham on Netflix. As Sam. Okay, now I gotta watch that. Uh, he is in Isn't It Romantic with I've Rebel Wilson. I've never seen that. But that is... Pretty sp- good movie. Okay. Um. Oh, shit. What's his brother's name? Hemsworth. E- Liam. Oh. Liam's in that, and he's oh. freaking hilarious. Okay. Uh, when we first met... Which is on Netflix. That's a pretty good movie. Okay. Uh recommend that. Uh he's in Lego Batman. Is who? The Flash. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh he was in a TMNT short. As who? Raphael. Which short? Don versus Raph. Is there a picture of it? No. Damn it. Okay. Uh, Mike, and, Mike and Dave need wedding dates. 
uh, Ice Age Collision Course, Pitch Perfect. He was in Steven Universe as really? Pizza Steve. All right. Uh, Neighbors. Oh, yeah, he was. Uh, Pitch Perfect. I know he's in Pitch Perfect and Pitch Perfect 2. He's not in the third one. Uh, Mama's Boy. I've never seen that. I haven't either. I've wanted to. Yeah, I've heard that as well. Yeah, and then Workaholics. And then he's in a few Modern Family episodes. Isn't didn't Mama's Boy come out a little while ago? So he must have been pretty young in that one then. Yeah, actually, how old is he? I'm like late twenties. That's what I'm guessing. So he was born in 1983. Okay, so he's uh, 37. Wait, 83. I'm sorry, <laughs> what the shit? Wow. Okay. This just proves how great I am with math. <laughs> you said 1983, right? He's 36. So, oh, you weren't were that far off. He yeah, does so not look that. like he's 36. He doesn't. But yeah, I was thinking, yeah, because my sister's almost 30 and she was born in 1990. So yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, don't give me that look, you bitch. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, he does not look almost 40. Dude, Rebel Wilson's 40. What? Yeah. How old is Anna Kendrick? With how this is going, probably like 50. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta know this now. 34. Really? Yeah. Wow. Dude, she's older than Blake Lively. She's still gorgeous. What do you mean still? Like, duh. Yeah, okay, fair. Gosh, that's weird. That is so weird. I can't believe Rebel Wilson is 40. Uh, Her birthday present was being in Cats. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. So, anyway... What are you th- what are you thinking with him? He's pretty high for me. Yeah. Like I'm at like maybe not like like the high 90s, but I'm definitely in the 90s for him. Honestly, I'm like at 89. Like I want to give him a point higher than Jexy. Okay. But I can be talked into like the lower 90s. Cuz I I really enjoy him. I don't really know what else I can say positive about him. So I mean, if you want to give him an eighty-nine, I can, I can, I can, I can deal with that. Just because I really enjoyed his performance, I'm going to give him a ninety. Woohoo! Yeah. So that averages our acting grade to eighty-eight. All right. Next up, we got character development. So I think we should just definitely talk about Adam Devine. Yeah. Yeah. So Phil's Um, progression. Yeah. Pretty good progression, I feel. You know, he goes from a guy that's just basically addicted to his phone, relies on it for everything, to a guy that finally realizes, you know, there's more 
than just what's on a screen. Like I need to actually live my life, experience it, go out and do stuff. Yeah. I feel like this movie could have been a little bit better if they would have just kept it with Jexy trying to improve his life and not the whole like Jexy falls in love with him and like basically makes him do his decline. Isn't that kind of how her is? <sighs> a little bit, but with her, I don't know. That one's weird. I've heard that. It it's definitely a good one to watch. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Like I think you could have had a lot more f- like funny moments if it was like she if she didn't like you could have had the whole Kate running into her ex-fiance and all that shit where and then have his decline himself yeah without it being like an interference with Jexy fair that's fair cuz Jexy was the one that brought the fiance to back to Kate and yeah. blah, 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 blah. And that's another r- reason that I think the writing kind of was like, eh, with the fiance. Cause he was just like, yeah, I'm totally here to try and win her back and blah, blah. Yeah. That like, came that, out of nowhere. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? And it's like, he didn't even like really try to fight that hard either for her. Yeah. Like he just kind of accepted that he won. It just, Eh, walked and, off. And, like, honestly, it's kind of funny that Kate doesn't really even say anything when he says that. Yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> like, she just kind of, like, it's kind of like she didn't hear it. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, like, seriously. right there. No, okay, so, getting back to Phil's, like, arc. I didn't care for it. Like, so, yeah, it's someone that, like, he kind of tried to justify his addiction to his phone at the beginning with his parents, like, arguing or just, like, using the phone as a babysitter. Yeah. When they were at dinner. Um. So, kind of, gr- like, it showed, just, like, he was just alone and sad and all this other shit. Really quickly, I didn't even, I just want to point out, uh, when it was, like, him as, like, a really young kid, I had no idea even games were on those kind of phones. Dude, I didn't either for like a really long time. Like that threw me through a loop. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Dude, I remember finding out that you could play Snake on a freaking Nokia. That's freaking awesome. Right? Freaking, oh. I freaking sucked at Snake, but. <laughs> hey, at least there was a game. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like, so the way that he goes from kind of like the sad loner to getting this phone that kind of pushes him out of his comfort zone a little bit, it felt pretty, like, quick how how his life just kind of changed. Yeah, I can agree with you there. And then it, like, had that really sharp decline and then suddenly goes back to, like, how it was when it was, like, perfect. Yeah. And one thing that I need to point out, to get a job at the San Francisco Journal, you need references. (laughs) 
And they are not going to just not call your previous job and figure out that you are fired for sending a dick pic to your entire office. Bullshit. (laughs) Movie magic. Yeah, like, I don't know if, like, does that just say that he didn't put down that place as his reference? Or did they call him and they're like, oh, that's fine. It just did not make sense to me. It's like, damn, did he only send one dick pic? Got any more? No, he sent like 50 of them. (laughs) It's like, that's it? Yeah, it's like, we're used to our (laughs) journalists sending like a ton. Yeah, like, what the hell? Expect at least a hundred. Like, come on, (laughs) Phil, come on. Uh, So, yeah, so just that way, it just kind of went from like, zero progression to living his best life to freaking decline to living yeah. his best life again. And kind of like going with what you said, like how you wish that they would have taken out the whole like Jexy getting jealous and everything. Now think about it, I wish they did too because I feel that actually would have made the story a lot better because honestly that kind of just feels like it comes out of nowhere that she falls in love with him. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Like I think it would have been better if it was like a, she stuck to her programming and ju- was just trying to make his life better. Yes. And he was the one that kind of ruined shit. Yeah. It, and it still would have been a really fun comedy. Yeah. It would have been really good. And I think you could have had even better jokes. Yeah, you could have. Even more shit where she's just like ripping on him. Yep. So this one's a little on the low side for me. Yeah, same. I'm in like the low 70s. I can agree. Like 71? I can give you 71. Yeah, I'd go with 70. I was like a really strong 70. I can or go, like, honestly, I the way we've been talking, I can go 70. 70? All right, yeah. let's do 70. All right, next up we got effects, which there weren't really in. Well, I guess Jexy was kind of an effect in herself a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but that and some of like more of the... Uh, stunts i would say yeah like i don't know, like the car driving through the window or like how she was able to project herself onto a lot of different things stuff like that yeah that some of that looked fake <laughs> fair like just more more with the phone um yeah the, the, like it just seems like too shiny like i think I think when people do stuff when it's, like, on the phone, it looks very bright and, like, sharp. When it doesn't have to be. Like, you can add, like, a a glassy, reflective layer, and it could still be good. Yeah. Like, just make the text a little bit bigger if you're worried about people being able to read it. Like, it's it's not hard. (laughs) No, it's not. I assume. I've never done that effect, so. Maybe we should try it now. (laughs) Yeah, so that's so it's it gets docked f- with me for that. That's fair. That's completely fair. But it so I'm like in maybe the mid to high seventies. Okay. For that, but it I it does get bumped up because of some of the stunts that they were able to do. Um, yeah, like especially yeah, watching Phil just freaking fly off his bike. That, that, that looked pretty convincing. Yeah, like that, um, the way that he, when he was playing dodgeball, 
Yeah. And kept getting hit in the face with kick, shit. I mean, kickball? Kickball, yeah. And kept getting hit in the face. And, yeah. And it, that was hilarious. That was very funny. So, with with that, I'm in maybe the low to mid-80s. Okay. Where are you at? I'm, like, all together, like, high mid-70s. So, like, I'm, like, maybe, like, a 77? 77? You want to go, like, 79? I can do it. Cool. All right, next up, we got music. I really liked the music in this movie. It was pretty pretty good. Yeah, I honestly actually downloaded a lot of the music that was in this after I watched it. Yeah. Yeah, it was a pretty solid soundtrack. There wasn't anything that, like, stood out. No. Or didn't feel... Like part of the movie, everything felt very well included. Yeah, it fit very well. Yeah, I appreciated that they chose "Get Ready for the Wildlife" when he was dominating at kickball. <laughs> that was pretty great. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, I do feel that there are some soundtracks that are better. Oh but yeah, I'm like eight, maybe could be talked up to a nine. I'd give. I, I think it's like a perfect eight. Perfect eight. Yeah. All right, cool. So eight it is. All right, next up we got costumes. So kind of like day-to-day attire, really. It is. There wasn't anything like outstanding about it. Yeah. So I'm like six. Yeah, six. Yeah, that sounds good to me. (laughs) You guys were perfectly average. Yes. All right, last up, our own personal grades. So I'll let you take a, take this one. Crap. Uh, so, I mean, overall, like, going into this movie, I thought it was just going to be, like, a stupid comedy. And, and I only spent five bucks on this movie. Uh, I got it from Best Buy. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I honestly didn't know what else to buy because I had, like, a $5 certificate and it was 10 bucks. I was like, you know what? I've been wanting to see this, so why not? Um, and... The trailer is kind of, I don't know, like, after watching this and then watching the trailer again, like, the movie's a lot better than the trailer makes it out to be. Oh, yeah. Um, for sure. But, yeah, like, I was pleasantly surprised after I finished this. I, I It's a fun comedy. I, I had a good time. Like, the, yeah, there are some negatives, you know, the story, like, the, the character arc's not great, and there's some, like, lacking parts in the story. But overall, it's it's just a fun comedy. So... Personal grade, I'm at like, I can't decide if I'm at like a 77 or a 78. Well, that's up to you. I know. Uh, 77.5? No, 78. 78? I'm at 78. What the shit? What did you do to your calculator? I didn't do shit to my calculator. (laughs) What the ball sack? (laughs) Want to use mine? What? Okay, that's fine. Okay, so I'm with you. I wasn't expecting this movie to be as good as it was. I may have enjoyed it a tad more than you. Okay, just the dialogue, like the writing, was was freaking phenomenal. With that, no, not like. Overall, but with yeah. Jexy, like the dialogue between Jexy and Phil was freaking 
perfect. It, it was. I can agree. It was hilarious. It, like, there was a lot of, like, just caught me off guard laughs. And that's what I enjoy most about comedies. Um, so, I, would, I mean, I'm not going to be, like, much higher. Like, I'm in, like, 80. Okay. <laughs> I've honestly, uh, I can't remember when I decided this, but I've always decided if a comedy can get me to, uh, I literally cry so hard that I'm laughing. It's done its job right. Yeah. And this is one that I think did its job it, right. It did. Absolutely. Yeah. So that are, so our scores together average out to 79. Not bad. Yeah. So with that, our final grade comes to a C plus. Sitting at a solid seventy-nine percent. I I agree. Yeah, C plus yeah, is too. perfect for this movie. So a seventy-nine. It is like right on the verge of B minus. It is so our cutoff score for a B minus is eighty, and Damn. it's at seventy-nine. Damn. So, I actually agree with this. Like it being closer to a B minus yeah. than a than a C. I agree. It's a solid movie. Definitely it worth is. a watch. Like, it is. yes, it's not going to be like super fulfilling, like have a good message at the end no. or whatever. But it's if you just want to have a good time, just shut your brain off and have a freaking amazing laugh. This is a good movie. Definitely check it out. Hell yeah. So let's see what else, other C plus movies we have. Yeah, I'm interested now. Uh, Jumanji, the next level. It's actually above that. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, it is also above the Adams family. Yeah, I can agree with that. It is 0.5% up or below good boys. Good boys was a little better. Yeah. Uh, it was a bit below Aladdin, so the live action okay. one. Okay. Uh, let's see. It was a. Uh... Oh, it's above Spider Man. The uh, two thousand two Spider Man. Real? Oh. Yeah. So that or so Spider Man's at seventy six percent. Oh wow! Okay. Let's see any others. Yeah, those are all the C plus movies that we have. So I'm actually pretty happy with that. I am too. Yeah. So that's a really good uh, grade for that. Like I said, I was really surprised that I actually really liked this movie. I'm glad I bought it. It was a good buy and buy. Yeah, it's definitely a good one. And we don't get a lot of those. Even though it's one of the lower movies that we've graded, it's like. This is just like our, as much as we're trying to, this is our unbiased, as unbiased as possible grade for this movie. And we think this, it deserves this. Yes. Like, I'm pretty sure it, like, let me see what the percentage is on. On Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah. You don't want to. It's very low. All right. Jexy is sitting at a... 
Fourteen percent. Yeah, told you on Rotten Tomato. It does not deserve it that. Doesn't. Uh, yeah, no, it doesn't. Yeah, and but the uh, the audience score is seventy one percent, which is a little bit more fair. Yeah, but still not. But at least we know, like, we're kind of like in the minority that we, we did enjoy it. Yeah, a C, a C plus is more than fair for this movie. Yes, I completely agree. So, I mean, the audience, the, the critics. I mean, let's face it, eh. there's a lot of movies that we hate that, like, critics give, like, acclaim to, so. That's rough. Star Wars The Last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> That's rough. Yeah, some of these people are, like, really rough on this movie. Like, someone gave it a D+. Plus. Damn. Yeah, right? Go F yourself. <laughs> Two out of five. One wow. out of five. It is not that bad. <laughs> yeah, like some dude. Like, I'm not going to like call anyone out or by name, but someone says, all I really know is I did not like Jexy, and it's hard for me to imagine many other people will. Like, come on, dude. That's what, That's what I have to say. Um, someone put, if you want to make a movie with some regressive, oft-repeated views on technology, at least commit to the bit. Otherwise, don't bother. What an asshole. Piss off. Someone just put, this is an average comedy about a smart Alec phone. And you're an average critic. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and who grades it two out of four? (laughs) Freaking Yeah, seriously. Surely, bland cultural insights can't defeat a film whose main attraction is the promise of stupid, raunchy fun. Reader, Jexy fails even at that. D+. Kiss my ass. Yeah. Like, come on, people. Like, obviously, if you didn't like a movie, like, you can find redemption, redemptive stuff in every movie. Mm -hmm. Even, like, the most shitty movies. Like, I... I'm not going to be the type of person that's going, like, if we ever do get around to, like, breaking down or reviewing freaking Austin Powers, I think I can objectively grade it. Can you really, though, find anything good in disaster movie or epic movie? (sighs) Parodies, that's a tough one. Yeah. Date movie, I I actually enjoy date movie. It's It's decent enough, but... Epic movie sucks, and disaster movie is awful. A disaster? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep, exactly. It is awful. Yeah, but I think I don't think parodies are supposed to be good. Uh, there's some parodies that are good. Very few. The, like I know you don't like don't, them, but sk- like the first scary movie. I I have not seen that one yet, but okay. I have seen some of the others. The first scary movie I think is actually a very good parody. Okay, I might check that one out then. But like objectively speaking, you can f- like with parody parodies are a little harder to to touch upon. Yeah, true, fair. But even with like Austin Powers, like I said, I don't care for Austin Powers. I could, I know I'm not the target audience for it. Yeah. And it's like the same, like with Peter Rabbit. Like, 
I'm not, or like the emoji movie. We're not the target audience for that movie. Yeah. The target audience is little children that don't know good cinema. <laughs> they just like bright colors. Yeah. And that's what it does. Yeah. And it has like funny jokes, things that they can relate to. Like, I mean, Patrick Stewart plays poop. Can you really ask for anything else? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just like f- fun shit like that. Like, we're not the target audience. We're not even the target audience for, like, Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah, that's true. Like, yes, like, even with Onward, like, we were not the target audience for Onward. No. But we did enjoy it, and we can objectively grade it. Yes. And I think that's what a lot of other critics are failing at. They're just like, oh, I thought this movie sucked. Let it burn in hell. And we're not like that, I don't think. I think the only one we freaking just, like, ripped into is Fifty Shades. Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> but, yeah. So, pretty happy with the C+. I am, too. Very, very happy. Uh, if you see this movie, like, want to box it or whatever, recommend it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just don't expect anything deep from it. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah. Well, that concludes this week's breakdown. Uh, Next week, like I said earlier, we are going to be talking about... Or we're going to do a breakdown of Sonic. Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, And then we came up with a couple plans. Because we haven't done a Dreamcast in a while. Uh, So, something we're going to try and do... Is come up with Dreamcasts for sequels that we would like to have made yep um so rose is actually going to come up with so the first week in april or the first monday in april uh rose is going to come with a come at us with a monsters incorporated sequel dreamcast uh so not a monsters university even though i really like monsters university (laughs) Yeah, and then the week after that, I am going to come at you with a Sonic sequel. Yeah. So, I would do that one after our breakdown of Sonic, but I think I need a little bit more time to get my story straight with that one. That's fair. And then we'll just kind of come up with things as we go. We'll take movie recommendations. Yeah. Um, and other showdown ideas, Dreamcast ideas, whatever the hell you guys want. If you guys want to pitch a movie to us, like, we'll... We'll do a Dreamcast episode with, with you. Um, but yeah. So you guys can message us on our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Or you can email us at the channel at gmail.com. Or you, there's a form you can fill out on our website, which is tinyurl.com forward slash the Albros. Um, if you want to find or hear more of our episodes, uh, we are basically anywhere you can listen to podcasts um our big places right now are like spotify radio public apple podcasts google podcasts just not iHeartRadio. or no soundcloud. no uh soundcloud <laughs> yeah sorry no sorry we're on yeah just uh, not soundcloud i don't know how to freaking get that one uploaded and it's pissing me off <laughs> like i know there's a way i just don't know how YouTube it. 
Yeah, no or shit. Have you? I. I'm shut sure. up. I'm sure, <laughs> no, I, I, all I'm saying is I'm sure someone's made a, a sound how to get your podcast on SoundCloud a YouTube video tutorial. Yeah, no shit. Um. So yeah, you can find us in all those places. Um, and if you want to get some of our merch, you can buy some stuff with our episode art on tpublic.com. Uh, there's a link in the episode description, or you could just go to tpublic.com forward slash user slash the all bros channel. It's freaking awesome. Yeah, I have quite a bit of, quite a few episodes that I need, or not, episode arts that I need to upload. Um, I think I still need to do Birds of Prey. Um, it's just some others from there. So you guys can look forward to having those soon. Um, I'll post something on our Instagram and Facebook once we get those up. Um, but yeah. So, like I said, next week we'll be breaking down Sonic, so you guys can look forward to that then. And until that time, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. We'll catch you guys next week. Deuces. So long. I had to add the hand gestures. (laughs) Add the hand gestures. (laughs) Because of course.